The Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, good morning, Madison, Wisconsin, and outlying areas of Wisconsin. What's up? This is Amon Green, Green Bay Packers all-time leading rusher. Just let me know if you want me to stop saying that. I will. No, no I never stop All saying that. All I want to say is I'm on Green Packer Ring of Honor member. I'm starting that fight every freaking day of my life. I'm hey, you Green. know what? I got your back on that. We're going to get that done. We're going to get that done. Story, I went to see my nephew Niles play down in KC, and they had a good friend of mine, uh, uh, fullback Richardson. Darn it. His first name. I said good friend. Tony. Came Tony Richardson. He was on the Ring of Honor in Chief Stadium. Yeah. And he played on – Five teams in the NFL. Dang. He probably had a coffee cup. Uh, I say a, a glass of coffee there. A cup Na- of coffee. Name and he me. Made, a, and he made yeah. it on the Ring of Honor. Come on, so, Packers. Name so. me a, a team that's their their all time leading rusher, receiver, or passer isn't in their Hall of Fame or isn't in the Ring of Honor. Right. You can't you can't find it, Amon. Amon, right. do you think your record will ever be broken? Uh, at no. this pace, no. Way. Yeah. I'm pretty good. I could uh, be on a beach in the Bahamas. And not even worry about it. No way. But right now, be uh, somewhere in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Oh, uh, but uh, no, these uh, our boys, the Green and Gold. You know, they uh, played well again. Defense showed up uh, and played hard. They are showing that defense that shows that, as the old adage say, defense wins, you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships. So that's what we're seeing here. That's what I'm seeing here. You know, I'm seeing them, you know, make plays, stiffen up when they need to. Maybe little bend don't break um, kind of philosophy, but Pettin and that offense and the free agents, like I mentioned last week, Jadarius, Preston Smith, actually they were college teammates for an instant there. That, those guys are beasts. Right, those guys are coming in and showing their effect on the gameplay, you know, on the play of the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and so this team is going to be one of those teams. Everything progresses. I know uh, Jadarius has an ankle. Jimmy Graham has a groin. It's going to be questionable for the game. But either way, it's it's the first month of the season. Ankle doesn't take long to come back to. So when I'm when I'm setting that up for is come the end of the season, come December, come November, when you got to get on that playoff run. If de- I say if and when the defense is still playing like this, this is very I say confident, comfortable for the offense that be. At, at I say full goal then instead of being right now because the offense is still finding its f- footing you know with Aaron I say the biggest part about that offense is Aaron being in there being in, to have the confidence and the I say the the field general that he is to keep that offense uh, getting as many points as it can even though it didn't score a whole lot of points yeah. um, after the first half. Well, let me ask you, Amon. So obviously in the second half of that game against the Vikings, the offense kind of went stagnant, and when you have yeah. a defense playing so good. Well, in a since you're a running back, in an offensive mindset, are you going out there to try and sustain drives because you got to get the back for your defense because you know they're winning you the game? Like, what's going through your head when you're going three and out, three and out, three and out? Do you feel bad that you're letting your guys down on the defensive side of the ball? No, it's just a thing. It's football. Yeah. You're just like, all right, man, this is going. This drive is going to be it. You just got to be have that op- hopeful, that hopeful optimism about yourself as on the offensive side of the ball when you're getting stuck in the mud or you're playing the best, one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. You're like, you know what? It's going to happen the next drive. Execute my job. You know, something I was telling one of my high school kids over at Freedom um, yesterday is do your job. Mm-hmm. Worry about your assignment. Don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about if the guy got his block or the receiver caught the ball. Make sure you do your job on that that, that play call. And uh, that's what we do. That's what That was my mindset going in and out of every series. If it was a rough series – the previous play and the few before that, 
you got to just keep playing. It is the Amon Green Show. You got a question for Amon, uh, 608-321-1670. You can always tweet the show at Zoe Madison. So a, a lot of fantasy owners, Amon, uh, going to perk up here because, you know, we do a show every Thursday called The Fantasy Zone, and we were talking yesterday about the comments Matt LaFleur made, you know, reference to Aaron Jones, that while Jones had a great game, you know, look, he's coming off one of his career best games against a really good defense last week against Minnesota, yet LaFleur had some people scratching their heads this week that he said he's going to try and get Jamal Williams more involved. And I've said since day one, I love Aaron Jones, but he hasn't yet finished a season healthy. Do you really want him out there getting 20, 25 carries a game? And I think that's kind of what LaFleur was going at. Uh, from your take, as as you can say it as much as you want, the Packers all-time leading <laughs> rusher, if you're Aaron Touché. Jones, do you, do, you, do you want, I mean, do you agree with that, that, you know, you want to, you know, and Jamal Williams has been a nice change of pace, or do you say, screw that, He's the starter for a reason. Feed the hot hand. You can't play out of fear or worry about potentially getting injured. Aaron Jones had a 20-carry, 116-yard game. He should absolutely carry the ball 20, 25 times Sunday against the Broncos. I agree. He should. He should be the main dog that gets to eat. And Jamal gets whatever else. The, scrap. the scraps, gets the, the leftovers. Scraps. Gets the scrap, reception, screenplay, what have you. Um, because those reps, those scraps will count double at the end. You know, this was a philosophy I learned when I was at Nebraska. I was the fifth string running back on that roster of running backs. I still That's a pretty good roster then if correct. you're if you're number five. I'm by, gonna go ahead and say one through four must have been a pretty badass. Yeah. So <laughs> by my fourth game of my freshman year, I still I had three hundred yard games. Jeez, and I was Jesus. not the starter. So getting me those reps, even if it was we were up fifty to ten, Michigan State, East Lansing, nineteen ninety five. Um shut up. So those reps helped me out. So Jamal being a pro, those helps helps him out. Yeah. So then if 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 and hopefully not, Aaron Jones gets hurt because of the physicality of getting twenty plus touches a game. That means receptions and carries. Then you got a guy that's ready to go, and then you bring somebody off off a practice squad. But you don't plan for that. It's football. You can't like you mentioned. You can't play off of fear. You got you can't coach off of fear. Yeah. You got to know injuries. It's football. Injuries are going to happen. You could yeah. whatever. If it's football, it's in practice. It's in the games. Guys get. Ankles, hamstrings, whatever. It's going to happen. You just got to plan for that and make sure your substitutes are just as ready to go as the starters. Well, when you talk about injuries as a running back, <laughs> you're getting pounded every single play. 80% How, of the time. If you start trying to avoid injuries, is that way to get injured? Or yeah. do you just got to just run? Like you said last week, you're trying to put your shoulder down and run right through a guy. You're trying to like rip his spinal cord out yes, as you run through yes, him, split him. Yes. Hell yeah. Gears of War style. Uh <laughs> You have to have that mindset. Yeah. If you worry about getting hurt, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, that's any sport, to be honest. Sure. That's that's playing basketball, baseball, swimming. You know, if you worry, you're going to hit your head on the diving board. It's going to happen. Dunk. You know, so you cannot do that. You cannot just. You know, it's a physical sport. My philosophy was, and my mindset going into after if we receive the ball, I'm running on the field. I, I'm telling myself, don't think, get the first hit out of the way. So let me ask you: When you get like, let's say you get popped. Big time, yeah. Like you get, I'm like I'm in the game. You get popped hard, and any other guy would be crippled laying on the field, wanting the stretcher to come take you off. But you know, do you know you got to get up and can't show any fear out there to the opposing defense? Well, my leg is broke. That's something well, different, besides, man. Well, like not if your leg <laughs> Jeez, gets he, broke. He's but not like, Aaron Rodgers. Like he can't saw, play a season with a broken I saw leg. Odell, I saw Odell Beckham. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not doing game. Odell. Odell's dramatic. Yeah. Okay, he did have a broke leg two, two years ago. But I'm but, saying I'm not saying so, like breaking something. I saw Odell get sandwiched by two guys. Look like I'm like I don't even know how he got up from it. But he got right back up and he's like I'm not letting anyone see Those fear. hits you know as a player. Yeah. Those hits you get like that like you're just borderline. Okay, I'm not going to pass out, but I want to pass out. 
What you, you know through your those head? hits when those happen. What like, goes through your head? When you go through your head is don't act like it hurts. <laughs> That's what it goes through your head. Don't get up and let this defender and then a million people watching if it is on Monday night yeah. or Thursday night or Saturday because it's late of season. Don't act. Don't show pain. Don't show them. Let don't let them see you sweat. That's basically your mindset of uh, those hits. So those are the type of the things that I say uh, Broncos been thinking about because they're only two. Yeah. Well, it's like last week, I'm on. We were, you know, it was Friday the 13th. We were talking who's the best bad guy. You know, they the bad guys can smell fear. Exactly. I'm sure the defensive player can smell fear too. So. Exactly. We saw. That's what it. Yeah. It's Pennywise. Mostly, Pennywise. Pennywise, man. man. He would have been the best strong safety linebacker in the league if he was a football player because he could smell the fear of the wide receivers, not wanting to go over the middle, not wanting to go deep, <laughs> not to run in the post route. Pennywise, I'll draft the first round overall because he could smell it a mile away. We tell Brian Gutekunst to get Pennywise. Hey, get Pennywise, hey, bro, dude. That guy comes You better do your scouting. Hey, I mean, we lost Raven Green. Pe- I just Raven wonder, Green's out. Would he fit with the helmet? Would Pennywise he just be able to get, get a helmet actually, over he that clown here? just got to call Zenith. What, Zenith? Yeah. That's one of the helmet companies. Hey, that would be one hell of a promotion. <laughs> they yeah. call Zenith. They could hype it up. This new Pennywise helmet only maybe fit one head, but we got it for you out there in the market. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you mentioned the Broncos. We, Ebo and I had an interesting discussion on this yesterday. <clears throat> you know, the term... Um, trap game yes. or look ahead game. Me and Nelly was have, just you, talking about. Yeah, you it. got Philly coming in on a short week. You obviously oh, have the Broncos God coming bless. in zero and two. A couple of points. I mean, the Broncos got absolutely screwed by the refs in that loss against the Bears. So if you're playing this team on Sunday, are you wary of that they're the desperate Bronco team, or do you say, look, we as in the Packers just beat the Bears and Vikings, two dramatic, mm. huge statement wins. We're going to kick the crap out of the Broncos on Sunday. Like, if you're the Packers, how do you view this game? Man, if you're you playing view this, this is a 1-0 season. This, as a player, this is a player talking. This is right. Ron Green, the player talking now. It's a 1-0 season. What we just did is behind us. What they just did is behind them. They're professionals. Every week, every uh, all 32 team players, all the players on all 32 teams, they get ready to play the next game. Except the Dolphins. <laughs> Okay, Joe, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, these guys, granted, barring injury on their end, they have a solid defense. You know, Bryce Callahan, one of their, I say, DBs that is forcing, with him being out, is forcing Chris Harris Jr. to play out of his position. He's a natural strong safety, so he's kind of playing a rover linebacker these days for the Denver Broncos. So with him, with Brian Callahan being on the field, then it's different. Then you can have six DBs, and then obviously we know what that's for, Aaron and his receivers, because we see Marquez bound to Jake, Jake Kumaro hasn't even got really in the mix, but Devontae yeah. Adams is doing him. He's showing up on the field. He Even though you didn't see him in the end zone, he showed up on the stats de- um, department. He had a, over 100 yards receiving. So having that Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams all got involved in the offensive run game, other than – not scoring points past second, third quarter, that's okay when you have a defense does, that does what it do. It's not college football. You ain't going to have to increase, uh, impress you the, AP, impress voters the AP and, or the voters, anything of that nature. You just got to win football games. It's like, if it's by one point or it's by 20 points, it don't matter. Get the victory. So that's what I say the Packers offense and defense got coming in, looking at the Broncos defense as they know they're tough, but they're beat up. So, Yes, it could be a potential track game if you think, oh, yeah, we are 2-0. and We beat some of the best uh, two teams in our division and um, conference. We're going to have problems if you think that as well, a player. Did you ever think that as a player? Like you had like a cupcake coming up? You knew. I mean, did you know it was – did you think it was a cupcake? Let's say you had – I mean, who was really bad when you were playing? What was the team that you Browns. were Browns. 
like let's say the Browns were coming to town <laughs> or something, and then you had you know uh, like the Cowboys the next week, right? Would you be thinking about the Cowboys even though the Browns were the next game up? Not one bit. I'm thinking that they're the Browns with Jim Brown. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm thinking they're the best Browns organization coming on that football field because if I prepared for lease, I was going to play like that. If I didn't prepare like I was getting ready for an NFL game on Sundays, then I was going to get punched in the mouth and sit home, basically. Yeah. So my mindset was every day I'm playing against the best team this, <clears throat> that that organization can put on the field. No, These a- are NFL players. These are guys that went through the draft. They were on the top 25 team, most likely in college. And now they got their opportunity to ball out. Is so that a common thought in that. the locker room? Or is that just you being the beast that you are? Uh, <laughs> uh, I know. That's about 85% mindset in the locker room. There's a few. There's about Could, you tell? Could you tell certain guys were yes. like taking it, taking like, it easy? I, yeah. We, and then we, and we, we as leaders, we hey, hey you, better, you, better step it up. you better step it up. You better watch it, man. We gonna get, you don't know what could happen. You got to prepare for the best thing. I learned that back in Nebraska. Playing there, we went. My freshman year, thirteen and zero. Sophomore year, we went twelve and two, and that was a bad year. Yeah. Junior year, we went 13, uh, twelve and zero. Or, and for every game, it was what Coach Osborne told us mentally. What we had to prepare for mentally is that we're getting everybody's best shot because they're taking us as their championship game. If they knock us off, because we know what happened to Arizona State that year mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety six when they beat us, they went on a run. They went to the Rose Bowl. They beat somebody in the Big Ten. I can't remember who right now. Jake the Snake Plumber, exactly. man. Jake the Snake Plumber. Um, my man Pat Tillman, our, you know, our, yep. RIP. Yeah. Um, so that type of win can boost that that team coming through here. So we don't want to give the Broncos that boost. The Packers don't want to give the, the Broncos that boost. You want to continue to put them down with another loss, but you can't think about that. Just think about the play that's next. Right now, it's a Friday. I believe it's unfortunately it's different time. It's their stay day where it's like massages, chiropractor, and all that. Friday for us was almost full go. I know this month of the year, my time with Mike Sherman, we were full pads, nine on seven. That yeah. means all run plays, and the defense knows that. <laughs> so so, you're getting hit, you're so getting we're hit? getting blasted yeah. two days before two days kickoff. Before the game. So we were ready. So it's different. They got to say, you know, it's all in terms of player safety. I'm not harping against that. I'm just saying it's a different time. That's all Totally I'm different time. Oh, so. uh, this is the Amon Green Show. So speaking of different, because uh, your boy Nelly brought this up, and I think he was a little nervous about it. You could jump in if you if you want, Nelson, is that um, to the point of, of, you know, talking about the look ahead, that some of the stuff Brian Gutekunst um, and, and Matt LaFleur are doing this week already preparing for next week, right, as far as changing the schedule and bringing in different players and that Nelly's point was, well, they kind of already are looking ahead. And I don't know if it is it looking ahead or just, look, you have to play another game in three days after this one. You got to just be smart with how you do it. Like, everybody has to play this Thursday game, good or bad. The Packers game is next week, and yeah. they have to kind of do this as a two-for-one. Or should they just be focusing on Denver this week? And, you know, even though you only have a couple of days, so does Philadelphia. We'll worry about the Eagles next week. Well, we'll let Gutekus and his staff worry about the future because they got to get players. They got to make sure they have players on deck and players on the field, guys healthy. They got to be aware of that. The players just got to worry about playing. I remember my career, how I say towards the end, I say fourth quarter of my career, that's when Thursday night football started. That's when that, I was just like, what, really? I'm like, damn. <laughs> so in my Thursday. head, I'm like, man, okay, we play on a late Sunday game. Then I'm like, because even even question in my head, it's like, dude, does do Monday night, Games got to play on Thursday night. Yeah. That's even less time to rest. 
But at least like Sunday night, if you have a seven o'clock kickoff, you're off the field by mid ten. But Eastern Standard, it might be one a.m. West Coast, same thing. And you got a game in three days. It's like, man, you really got to get a lot of sleep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to hit the chiropractor twice and a massage in there somewhere. He's in a there. chiropractor right now. And I, if I get hit on a Tuesday, man, that sucks. <laughs> I just want to hear more about so, these Friday massages. Tuesday is the National NFL off day. And I'm getting hit because I'm getting ready for a well, Thursday night game. I have a question for you about that so. with the look ahead thing coming up. So. All right, uh, we will uh, visit more so with yeah, Devon. Got to get got your these. uh got to get your pick on the D-bag coming up, man. D-bag, Broncos yeah. again. Let's hit a break. We got Kirk back Cousins back. coming yeah. up. More Next. with the Packers all-time. You can also say Packers Hall of Famer. You can use yes, that one, too. Yes, that's legit. Amon Green Show coming back. My man. The Amon Green Show. Brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, how you doing? It's Friday. It's the people's champ among you. Man, it's Friday. <laughs> Thank you there, Evo. TGIF, so, man. Yes, it's always good Fridays, man. Got high school football around the United States and big stuff going on. But in two days, we got this man, Kirk Cousins, coming in here with his, or not Kirk Cousins. I'll say last week. I'm sorry. I was looking we, at the, we big looking at the topics. I'm going from, this is a quick review of last week. Kirk Cousins came in here and not to his I say ability, I say not to his contract, because some players will look at that. Like, to his contract, he didn't fit the bill. Yeah, $84 million contract, right. worth $84. He's not that, he got, like I said, he, I've, I've been saying this since last year, he hit the market at the right time. So, we found out, ex, being exposed, he's a manager. He's not one of them guys that could go out and win, like a, like a guy that's up in Green Bay, yep. like a guy that's in New England. Uh, like an injured guy that's in New Orleans right now, those guys can go out and basically take a, you know what, I got this. You know, defense, just stay on the sidelines. Come on, offense, I got this. Take a, We're going to take the ball down the end zone. We're going to score these times to win the game. So we found that out about Kirk Cousins because mm. the way Patton's defense is, he's done and he's doing his homework as a coordinator. He's from the Chicago game watching and keeping Mitch Trubisky in that pocket where he's uncomfortable. Now with Kirk Cousins where he is comfortable in the pocket but not able to get the throws in. Kevin King getting interception. The DBs doing their job. Linebackers doing their job, putting pressure. He got to him a couple times with a few sacks there and a few pressures. So um, now we got Flacco, who is another guy that likes to throw the ball. He likes to sit in the pocket because he's tall. He's like 6'3", 6'4". But he's trying to find his footing back from his Baltimore days, from the Super Bowl days and playing. But what he had also was a defense. He had Ray Lewis. He had those guys, Hall of Fame guys on that, um, Ed Reed. Guys I played against. That beast. was phenomenal. Now he doesn't have that in Denver. He has Chris Harris. Guys are Pro Bowl guys, but again, like I mentioned earlier, a hurt defense. Not not at, not at its full potential. So, as we saw, Bears game, overtime win for them. Um, we were talking in in the off, you know, off off fire uh, Ebo about he's on the goal line. I think the call is on not is not yeah. on Joe, but the throw is on Joe. Uh-huh. The interception. Because he threw it high instead of throwing either low where only his receiver could catch it. So he he has those things that this defense, the Packers defense, could also exploit and take advantage of if he comes into Lambeau Field just throwing Aaron passes where he feels he thinks he could get the ball too and it doesn't happen. It's yeah. in Kevin King's hand. It's in uh, Amos's hand. So things of that nature. So that's, that's what we got coming in. Is that one with, of those? Uh, with Flacco. Uh, is, is that one of those? Amon and like Denver's running game is not great, but it's decent. But if you're Mike Patton, do you? I mean, it's, it's is it really as simple as the old adage of 
take away the running game and make the quarterback beat you? I mean, if, if you're Mike Pettin, are you just yeah. saying, look, if, we're, if, if we are going to lose to Joe Flacco throwing the football, then so be it. But the chances of if we take away the running game of having a 35-year-old Joe Flacco go off against this team's defense, secondary specifically, is pretty low. I mean, is it as simple as that if you're petting in the defense on um, Sunday? It, it is, but you can't plan for that, being that simpleness. Um, because you got to respect Royce, Freeman, and Lindsey. Those two young running backs, they're both basically young guys, rookies or second-year guys now, um, that can't tote the rock. Rolls Royce, that was his nickname at Oregon. When you got <laughs> like a name, that. nickname called Rolls Royce, that means you can run the ball. That means you're very smooth. You might be a little fancy. I don't know. Because you a high-end car. You got a high-end car nickname. Because yep. I grew up in a neighborhood in Los Angeles. I had girls named Portia. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, your, your tastes are kind of a little high for me, expensive. But so the I'm girls saying, Nelson grew up with were Gremlin. <laughs> yeah, and El, no. and El Camino. Yeah, El yeah. Camino. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> No, you got to be aware of those two guys. As I watched the game last week against the Bears, Lindsey has some okay runs. He has some good runs. Didn't you know? Biggest thing for him, he's a little guy. Get out of bounds. He didn't fumble the ball. Rolls Royce, a little bigger guy. He's more my type. He's six one, six two, or six foot, two thirty, two twenty five, somewhere in there. So these are guys that defense. If they take them lightly, like I mentioned, when you what did I say earlier? If you don't, you take the team lightly, then then you're gonna lose. You're gonna get punched in the mouth. Yeah, get that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna lose. So. They're not going to take Rolls Royce. They're not going to take Lindsey. They're not going to take Flacco. They know, okay, they're 0-2. He did this on the goal line, threw a pick. No. They're looking at, oh, he's the Super Bowl, Joe Flacco. That's what we're preparing for. This is a Freeman that I saw at Oregon running the ball over everybody. This is Lindsey last year, rookie year, made it to the Pro Bowl as an undrafted guy. Okay, so now they got they're bringing, they should be bringing that respect to that team because then they'll play them like that and get a victory. But if they don't, they don't show them respect then they might get a chin check early in the season. You know, I I, I love like those. Two. That's football check. terms. That's yeah. what I'm using, you know. I'm, I'm on us, us. So Give us from, that jargon. Here, here on my Twitch feed, I got uh, King Mauer. says, how do you feel about LaFleur playing Jones and Williams at the same reps? Oh, yeah, because LaFleur said uh, in practice on Wednesday that he was going to ramp up Jamal Williams' reps and kind of yes. take even an amount for the two backs. Yeah, um, I like the ball to go to Jones first. He's the starter. So that's where, for King Mar to answer your questions, I, I'm not really, I don't see where you got to even them out when you have a main dog. The main dog has to eat right now. The starting running back is Aaron Jones. That's what it is in the roster. Jones is built a little more differently than True. you were back in the day. No, he's, he's more yeah, finesse. No, yeah, he's built a little bit more different from me and Jamal. Jamal's yeah. a little more thicker, not as explosive. I, th- I think he might have even lost a step. A what do you say? I think Lafleur was saying he wanted to save him, save him a little more for later in the season and in the second half. But, but the, if you're a starting running back, shouldn't you be getting the care- True. But I think it's too early for that mindset. Yeah. I say maybe when around bye week, you get to that mindset where you okay, let's let's take some reps off. Let's just save them for November, December. That bye week is going to be, I believe, around week eleven for the Packers. So getting close to that, that's where you want to start thinking about that. But right now, you want to get that main dog, that main running back, that main starting running back. You want to get him in his groove with his alignment, getting the run game down in his head where he knows certain plays that this is my favorite play. Like, come midseason, I knew that power and counter were my favorite plays. I could see it real easy. I could see it before my linemen would see it. I would just let them do their job because then I wouldn't get upfield. If I, if I went ahead of, of Marco or Mike Wall pulling around on the counter, I would get tattooed. <laughs> so I had to slow. So either Sylvester Crooms or Edgar Bender telling me, I'm AG, you got to slow down a little bit, let your big guys work. 
So I was like, okay, cool. You're just so excited. I was excited. I'm seeing these big. <laughs> I see Erlacher running way over top. I'm like, dude, I'm about to go 80. And then bam, Gladys Briggs hits me in my chest. Like, Ooh. oh man, Gladys <laughs> Briggs in my chest. 80. You went 98 against the yeah, Broncos. We'll, we'll, we'll save that. that. We'll save that. We we'll do got to talk about Amon's uh, career highlight question, against King the uh, the Denver Broncos. We'll talk more about the game. Coming up on Sunday, I got to get Amon's take, uh, but we got to talk to Amon about Wisconsin and the Uh 11. We had a great debate um, earlier, Amon, about the uh, 11 a.m. kickoff. All right, you had a question for the Packers, all-time leading rusher and Hall of Famer, Amon Green, 608-321-1670. We are back in two minutes. The Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey. It's Friday. Freaky Friday. You ain't got no job. Get your, get your freak out. You have nothing to do but listen to me, Joe, and Ebo. Yeah. Talk about Packer football. We got the Broncos coming in town this Sunday. They probably, no, they probably get here. Well, these days, these coaches, they probably here already in the state of Wisconsin. In Appleton, at the, uh, paper, was it uh, Paper Mill? I keep forgetting the name. It's in Appleton. It's well, the, you never had to stay there. It's the, yes, uh, yeah, I did. Oh, As yeah, a Seahawk. Yes, As yeah. a Seahawk. And see, I wasn't want to impress like i didn't need i'm not high maintenance come on you slept so, on my couch true exactly i'm not high maintenance <laughs> the packers all time i have not slept high, on ebo's couch so, so you know what if they just put my name on duct tape and put it somewhere in lambeau field i'll take that <laughs> I'm a, i will do that come on all you needed at my house was a plug-in for exactly, your video games i am not high maintenance so my first year it was my second year we played green bay we stayed at the apple uh appleton uh, radisson hotel had the lombardi steakhouse and i did i'd even you know, flying in and driving to the airport or driving to the hotel and coming from the airport, I was like, um, I knew right away I wasn't leaving my room. I'm like, there is <laughs> nothing here. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Nebraska. So just like Lincoln and Omaha and little small towns in between, which is like 50 miles like from here to Fond du Lac, um, wasn't much going on. No, I could just see that just riding the bus from the airport. We actually flew into Green Bay and drove to Appleton. Which I thought was odd. That's kind of trippy. Because there's an Appleton Airport. So I was like, I'm just staying in my room all day. Because it was a Monday night game. So we got in. What were you, were you watching? So I'm about to tell you what I'm watching. What I was watching that day. On my computer. <laughs> I, was a, I, I, was, I, wa, I was a South Park fan. Yeah. So I had all my South Park DVDs with me. <laughs> and I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin. When I know there ain't nothing to do. Uh-huh. There is nothing to do there. Which it was by what I saw visually. Sat in my room and watched like season one, two, three Hell of South Park. Oh, yeah. Cheesy Pulse. Cheesy Pulse. My, my oh, Kenny. Get it. It's my papa. Get it. You will respect my authority. You will respect my authority. So I, I watched South Park the <laughs> night before my Stitch. first Monday night. So actually, That's my first great. Monday night in Lambeau Field was not as a Packer, it was as a Seahawk. And, and we Park. won. That was the 99 season for the Packers, which was 8-8. Eight and eight. That was a rough Oof. year for them boys. Yeah. It was Ray Rhodes, great guy, but, you know, he had a tough time as a head coach. For, but he was, but I was, what was cold-blooded was that was one year and he got fired. And I was eight, like, eight, man, eight and eight. man. I don't think he should fire a coach. We were 9-7 Sherman's run, first year. Like, wow. Like, man, they rough. You can't be fired That's a eight, rough crowd. eight after one year. That was a rough crowd. Um, so, anyway, now we're in 2019. We got the Broncos coming in. But we got a defense that is developing into that threat of a defense. We got a little injuries. We got Jadarius Smith. He has an ankle. Um, 
Bryce uh, Raven. Oh, Raven Green, great name by the way. That's a football name right there. Uh, yeah, ankle he, as well. He's done. He's one. He, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if he's out. Yeah, but he, he might be. be. We got Oren Bur- Burks potentially coming back from his pec strain in preseason. So we got a few guys there on defense. That's you know, even though they're not starters, they're some of them are backers like Owen Burks. He's going to rotate. Um, Raven Green is going to rotate. But those having those numbers is number one. You know, I did. I'm always reference. Sorry, Badger. For, sorry, Bucky fans. I'm always reference Nebraska because we had depth. I was the fifth on the depth chart at running back. Your freshman year? Crazy. My freshman year. When you sold how many 300-yard games? I had, before I started, I had four 300-yard games. And you're the fifth on the depth chart? Exactly. So <laughs> depth is a thing that you got to – got. it's hard to have, obviously, because you unless you have a billion dollars to spend on your team every year, that's not going to happen in the NFL. You got, so you got to learn how to be a, a budget master. From you know, Gutekus, that's where it goes between Gutekus and Mark Murphy. You know, that's where they ball, sit and talk, yeah. and they look at the bills. They just laid that list out. It's like you know, you pay bills monthly at home, Joe. If you do this, if you pay bills, I pay my bills. I pay bills. I pay my yeah. bills. But when you go down, you're like, all right, you're looking at your list. You know, instead of looking at you know, WPS, uh, AT and T now, you're looking at defensive end, strong safety, quarterback, running back. You're looking down this list. And he's like, okay, the market is for a running back. Oh, it's what. 30, almost 30 million a year now because Ezekiel got 90, 50 to sign, which is a great contract, by the way. Crazy. It's awesome. I, I wish I was still playing today. <laughs> DNs, you're looking at 20 million a year. So you're looking at these bills, you're like, man. But they did it. I believe they've done it because of what they've done. They've got the results of Jadari Smith and Preston Smith. Them guys, like, already five sacks between total. And they're beasts. Uh, his ankle is not going to last long for uh, Jadaria. So, my bad. No, you're good. Uh, It is the uh, Amon Green Show. we got people want to talk to you. Uh, If you want to talk to Amon, 608-321-1670. Chad, welcome to the Amon Green Show. Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? Fish Fry Friday. Hitting up the mid mark tonight. All right, good morning. That's a good spot. Yep, yep. Hey, um, first of all, I'm on Wisconsin Trivia. It's the Paper Valley Hotel. There it is, Paper yeah, Valley. Yeah, that's, that's the I, – I can remember that because as a, as a jazz trumpet player in high school, we had the jazz and we got kicked out of the hotel. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You got kicked out. <laughs> Woo, you was going hard. Yeah, those, yeah. those jazz and trumpet I, players in high school, I heard they partied hard, Chad. Oh, you know, the, too much Mountain Dew will get you going that way. So, <laughs> um. So hey, to keep going with the Friday uh, references, I'm going to say this about the Broncos: they're going they're going to cry in the car because <laughs> the, the defense this this year, especially at the edges. If you watch Flacco that first game this season, he he looked like he just didn't really have it anymore. And I, I think the the Packers defense is going to give him fits. The question I actually have for Amon, however, is okay. earlier this week after the season, after the uh, week two, I had questions about uh, adjustments. Uh, or the lack of adjustments made by LaFleur at halftime and the struggles with, with the offense. In your playing career, um, were there specific coaches that were just better at doing that? And how much does the quarterback play into that? At some point, should Rodgers just take the reins and say, this is what we're not doing and what they're giving us, and I need to do something different? Oof, I'll leave it up to you, boys. Great, great question. Thanks, Jay. Um, Thank you, so the first part, if I remember, it was uh, how LaFleur adjusts or not adjusts. Yeah. Um, so uh, I would say, is it something that a, a coach or offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, get, does, do they get good at it? Yes. So it takes time. This is his first year as a head coach. He's been an OC. And some coaches, in my experience, are better adjusters. You know, And I, I think I would sit in that range. I, I know there's a game plan. We do a game plan all week long. Red zone, short yardage, 
goal line, two minute. You plan for it. But it's going to be different on once that ball's kicked off. Things change. As a player, I experience that all the time. How much does it stick to the plan when you're on the field during a game? The first 15 plays after that, offensively, everything is just, Out you got to react now. Yeah, okay. So as a player, you got to react. So as coaches, you got to learn to react. And that's why as a coach so far, I don't really weigh heavy on what we plan for because we know that team is trying to win and they game planned us. They looked at our strengths, our weaknesses. So you got to be a more reactive coach and say, okay, we didn't plan for this. Now they're doing this to our offense alignment. They're doing these ETs and TEs or they bring in the linebacker and the A gap or they bring the safety down the box. They're doing stuff that we didn't plan for. It's like, okay, now I'm about to earn my paycheck. Because now I gotta stop these guys from putting pressure on, on my quarterback, or I gotta get, I gotta stop this offense from toting the rock, you know, the rock like they're doing right now, yeah. or keeping their their best receiver from getting wide open every time. Now I gotta adjust, and now the players, or like um, the next question was the quarterback. Does the quarterback uh, do something? Um, Does he just step? Yeah, step. I mean, this obviously all goes back to the McCarthy Rogers, you know, Rogers, this even audibling go- versus you well, know we, running. You audibled one time to Favre. You this, said, "Give me the ball, Favre." True. <laughs> we talked about that last week, but this goes back. This goes back years ago. Goes let's go back to Joe Namath. Let's go back to Johnny Unitas. Quarterbacks, yes. If that quarterback has that head coach's trust, because they have a lot of meetings together, the head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback, starting third string, second string, they meet a lot. So in those meetings, you basically it's true when people say, "Oh, it's like a marriage." Yes. Let me do something. We deal. We'll argue about it later. You know, yeah. I'm gonna make them. I may make a mistake. We'll deal with it in the meetings. That's what how Brett and Mike Sherman definitely work together. And I think the better the communication, and that's what happened with the lack of with McCarthy, McCarthy and, Aaron. and Aaron last year, because it had this open conversation. Because that coach is where he. Where is that coach at during the game? Yeah, on the sideline. That player, that quarterback, that running back, that defense alignment, offense, they're in that huddle in action. So we know I, like, I'm i coaching kids now, and I asked them kids, what did you see on that field? I'm not going to argue why you did what you did because you saw something, and I can't tell you yeah. what you saw. So that's how LaFleur has to look at it. If Aaron goes in there, he's not pulling rank. He's just saying, I'm in the muck. I'm going to help this team get out the muck by doing this because I see something that LaFleur maybe or the OC maybe can't see from the booth or on the sideline. So who who won more arguments, Brett Favre or Mike Sherman? I would say Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. We know why? This is why Brett won because Brett didn't care. He did not care what came out of his mouth and what came out when he had to make a business decision on the football field. Yeah. And, and Mike Sherman, God bless his soul. He's a great coach, but he had too much anxiety. <laughs> I know what anxiety is. It sucks. But when it comes to game time, you had the we. It was a coach that would say something else. I would not. I can't say it on air, but I, I could say it. But he was like, "You better make a decision and go with it, and stop trying to come up with a thousand scenarios of what what might happen. If you could kind of get where I'm oh, going yeah. with that, huh? You either say huh? it or do it and get out the way. That's where Sherman sometimes he thought too much, and throw it drove us nuts as hey, players. Hey, Amon, I learned this at a young age. Your first instinct's always the right one. We yes. get into trouble as a as a human being species when you when you second, third, and fourth guess. Your first instinct's always right." Speaking of instinct, I got to get your take on this, Amon. ESPN, uh, for what Christian Yelich calls fake news, Odell Beckham Jr., for turns out the whole watch thing was a scam, or you're a movie guy, Sony, I don't know if you saw this, the CEO of Sony Pictures says they're toying with the idea of rebooting 
Princess Bride, and it has everybody in Hollywood freaking out. Out of those three, who do you think is the most egregious D-bag nominee this week? Okay. Right now, just off of what I just heard, some of his new information, I'm going to have to go with Princess Bride. Don't break, don't try to fix what's not broken. Thank you. Exactly. It's a cult classic, right? You got to fill me in off air about the old day OBJ, what yeah, he we'll, did. We'll tell you. But that right there, just saying, hearing that first glance, don't touch it. Yeah. Please that, don't touch I, it. Hollywood can't come up with an original idea. Amon's got a lot of good original ideas. We're going to yes. hear his take. Game day prediction, Packers, Broncos, and we come back. This is the Amon Green Show, brought to you by Badger City Auto on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. That's going to be my Halo rendition yeah. of Amon Green being Master Chief because it's going to be the Amon Green being the first black Batman coming out soon, too. I'll buy, <laughs> I'll buy a ticket for that. <laughs> I'll buy my own tickets. I just want to be an extra. I want to be like collateral damage. And uh, yeah, I want to be a guy who gets like opening credits, just gets right. demolished before they say the Batman. <laughs> you really? You I could be your demolished? first confirmed kill. Yeah, why not? Okay. Oh, sure. okay. No problem. You can help out the just stats. Just let me get in one punch. I want to be like the then... guy in the Dark Knight who's wearing like uh, hockey pads, and he's like, what's the difference between me and you? I'm not wearing hockey pads. And I won't do that. <laughs> I won't do that to my voice. I'll just talk normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why, does it, why do all the Batman? Or at least I'll do like what they did with Ben Affleck. And they had the machine that was coding that was like disguising his voice like that the, Alfred made. Well, man, you got a leg up on everyone because you were in Batman vs Superman, right? Correct. So I could be written. I'm like, it's like you're continuity. In the, you're in it. I'm already in the DC universe. So right? let's just get you. So just get me going. Say that I came out of the this prison. Bruce Wayne found me. And you know, and, and you want justice? Resur- right. He retired. He just, you know, there you go. He justice. retired. He wanted. He wanted to right. start the franchise. Yeah, you were framed, him. so you yes. came out. You were framed. Exactly. Now you want justice. Exactly. Ooh, I don't know about this. It's there. There's a storyline, Ebo. Don't do it. Should I not do it? Yeah. Joe? Who is it? It's Dave. Dave. Oh. You want me to see what Dave. Careful. Dave, be nice. Careful, Dave. You're on a pitch count. And Uh by the way, the Brewers are leading the Cubs by one game, Dave, with nine to go. Just saying. I'm on suicide psych watch. I I can't take another game like that. I'm I'm boycotting today. He's a Cubs fan, I'm on. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry. There's not enough beer last night. I ran out of beer, and my neighbors probably were going to call the police. You know, I thought the whippeckers were driving me crazy, but my beer cans, peck, 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 peck. <laughs> hey, it was a hell of a run, Dave, for the Cubs. No, no one can ever take that away. You you, you were leading yeah. at the All-Star break. No, Never forget that. I need help. Hey, question. You know, last Sunday, you had the floor and you had Rodgers going after each other. ESPN, I wish the media in Wisconsin weren't so gutless. You had ESPN guy on the sidelines <laughs> talking about swearing each other. They're going after each other on the sidelines, and they're hugging and kissing. You know, in your day, you had Fire, but you had um, uh, Mike Sherman. Yeah, you had Mike and those guys. What were some of the greatest fights between Fire and the quarterback, or maybe Rogers? You've been mm. around, but because we don't hear about it around here, because mm. it's all like hug and kiss and don't touch me, and, you know, honey. But I'm just kind of curious. Last Sunday, how does that, how does that work at a sideline when you players see Rogers? And the floor going at each other. Um, That's a good question, Thanks, Dave. Dave. Great not, question. Not bad, Dave. I'm impressed. Great well question. done. And the uh, Cubs still suck. Go and ahead, how, Mike. And <laughs> how it went down on our sidelines, you didn't say nothing. If you saw an f- uh, argument breaking out, you bro- you walked away. Yeah. You better. Don't run toward the fire. You might get punched. Well, did you see okay. what LaFleur and Rodgers? Like, Rogers thought it was first down, it was fourth down, and he messed up. And LaFleur goes, God damn it! And then he was in the heat in a moment. And then he went and started screaming at Rodgers, and they got into it. Right. Bit. Yeah. That's, that's football. Yeah. Hey. Right. I say the one I remember was actually me. You. Me and Jeff Jagosinski, Jags, head coach for Boston College. You remember mm-hmm. him? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He was a tight end coach here in Packer Stadium back in 2000, 2001. 
I had fumbled the ball and came to the sidelines. And all my coaches know me by now. The coaches that coach me, Edgar Bennett, Sylvester Crooms. I'm hard on myself. So nobody has to say anything to me coming to the sideline that I just fumbled the ball because I know I'm beating myself up physically. I'm going like this or mentally inside. I'm like, dude, what's your problem? Hold on. This is your job. <laughs> All you got to do is hold on to a pigskin. I go sit down, slap my helmet down. You know, I'm not happy. I'm like, God, you know, they got the ball out. French I toast. I can't do this. I can't fumble the ball. What the French toast? <laughs> Jeff Jazzinski, Jagged, I can't. I don't even wear Jags. We'll just That's say that. Jags. That's all he's earned is Jags. <laughs> Out of my mouth. He comes up to me. He's the, granted, mind you, he's the tight ends coach. He doesn't even coach me. Ooh. Let's start there first. So that's where he crossed one line. <laughs> Number two line he crossed. You crossed the line, Jake. You cross, he comes up to me while I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm steaming. I'm like that bull from Looney Tune. Yeah. The red eyes and steam's coming out my eyes because I just fumbled the ball out of my ears. Oh, my, why'd you fumble the ball? I just gave him this look. If looks could kill, he died. <laughs> That moment, it's like it's like I hit him with the a bomb. You know how when the a bomb hits and everybody just turns to dust. Yep, that's what he looked like. If we have cartoon stuff going on, like anime stuff, that's what just happened to him. Did he walk away? He walked away because I I mean I said some truth. I I gave him a look first, and then I said a few choice words that I cannot repeat. Yep, but just know he remembered. <laughs> okay, so that argument happened, and then all Edgar Bennett did, he Edgar Bennett came up to Jags with a smile and said, "Go coach your tight ends, please. Leave my running back alone." Yeah, so how, how often is that? Will another coach from a different position come it and say happened, something? Back in my time, I could say this. It happened, unfortunately, a lot. Yeah, where guys, you know, like Jags, I'm a running back. You're a tight end. Go to Coach Bubba. Yeah, not me. Get in his face for something. Not me. But if you come over here. You're going to limp back. Can you I come you, over here, you're going to limp back. i got to ask you a question on fumbles. So, you can't come in my a face A lot like of people, that. remember when you're wearing the white armbands and then you switch yeah, to the black armbands? Well, yeah. Did it make any of a difference? Uh, Everyone's like, oh, once you started wearing those black no, armbands, didn't you make start a, No, not really. It was, you know I'm why? Like, who I, cares? I think I told you the story why I wore them <laughs> overall. So really the true reason Bosnia. why I wore I the, arm, the, uh, the white ones and the black ones, the yeah. true reason was Coach Sherman. He would be so – he was – like I remember I told you, his anxiety yeah. and worry. He was so worried about me fumbling the ball, which he should, but I wasn't worried about it. Fumbles happen. Yeah, this – He was like, but to put P's him, because he was on me every day in practice, we got to do something about this fumble. Can we put on something? So he asked Red, Fatty. He asked me if I could be okay with it, and I'm like, just to appease my coach, okay, coach, I'll put these on. You don't, just make you sure he doesn't pass out on the sidelines when yeah. I don't come out bare-armed. Bare so I wore the black ones first. They were a little tight, and then the white ones were just on my forearms. I kind of liked them. They're probably they're they're a little dope. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> they look like uh, like Batman's little things with the the spikes hanging yeah, out. Yeah. They look, you know. And I was Batman in my head, so yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I can like these just because I'm gonna do this for Coach. This yeah. is for you, Coach. All right. So you're listening to the uh, Amon Green Show, 608 321 167. All right, we got a few minutes left, Amon. Yeah. We, we briefly br- touched on it at the start of the show. You know, the Packers, the last two games, obviously a slight underdog against the Bears, slight, you know, favorite against the Vikings, but both by and large pick them games because, you yes. know, if you go by the point spread, you're, the home team gets three points. Exactly. So basically, the first two weeks have been pick ems. Now you have Green Bay for the first time as a significant favorite, you know, seven, eight, nine points. A, do you Correct. buy that? And B, how do you how do you see this thing, you know, playing out on Sunday? Well, I buy it as having the game at home, 
You got a solid defense. And now Aaron and the offense is starting to get game. You know, they got game three coming up. So that means get more into the game plan, get beyond the first 15 to get more points on the board. Because every mo I say all 32 teams, they want to average at least 24 points a game. So you're right there at the fringe of that, hitting 21 last week. But then carry that scoring deeper into the game. You know, third, fourth quarter, you want to get touchdown on the board. You want to have a goal of at least a touchdown per quarter um, offensively because you know that sets yourself. So 28 points a game, that 24, 28 points a game, sets you far ahead of the pace of average to make sure any defense that you're facing, I mean, and, and that makes it tough on them to win the game. Mm -hmm. And then offensively, it builds the confidence because you know you got these goal sets, and eventually goals are things. When you say every week we're going to get 28 points, you're going to roughly get around 28 points. You know, that was the uh, mindset, again, back in Nebraska. We had goals of scoring so many points in a game, rushing for so many yards. We averaged 500 yards on the ground. Our goal was 400. Um, we averaged, we wanted two turnovers a game. Sometimes we got three or four. So when you have them go, you set the markers and you, you, you strive for that, you're going to most, most likely sometimes go beyond those goals. So you set those goals weekly and knowing in the back of your head, okay, these are professionals too, but that's where you, you say to yourself, I'm a pro too. I got to go out here and do my job. I go. I got to accomplish these goals What I can help my team get these goals. You know, if even it's personal goals. I had personal goals for myself. I knew that if I rushed for 100 yards, that would help my team win. If I scored a touchdown, anyway, receiving a rushing, that helped my team win. Speaking of rushing, what's this on this day in history? You had something special. Ooh. Right? I like it. Thank you, Ebo. I, had, I remember. Because I kept going. I remembered. So throwback, even though it's not Thursday. Throwback, not Thursday. Flashback Friday. Flat. There you go. We got... Broncos 2003, December, so almost 16 years ago, that they came into the house. We were playoff bound if the Vikings lose to Arizona, which that eventually did game? happen. But in our game, we had to play. We had to play. So in my head, bump what's happening in AZ. Let me go out here and play football. Ball. So my man, U Packets U71, which was for Kevin Barry, racing case. Arizona Wildcat. He takes two. He takes one guy that ended up. By the time he hit the ground, he had two guys pancaked that cleared hold the whole right side of the line with Mike Wall gone. So all I'm seeing is the goalpost. So did as your, Edgar Bennett, get huge? so as Edgar Bennett used to tell me, son, go hit your head on the goalpost. That means you gonna go hit a touchdown real easy. I went 98, and the thing, the cool thing about it was, I Lambo leaped, came off the off the wall, wasn't even tired. I was ready to go right back in the next <laughs> you, play. How about 90, how, I went 98. Wasn't even tired? Wasn't even tired. I was uh, ready to do another one. So when you Lambo leap, were people pouring beer in your face mask Man, and stuff? beer, was it Miller Lite? Is the, oh, yeah. is the, is the, really, is I'm going to go sponsor. get one at the commercial break. Man, I'm I got on. Miller Lite all up and down my ass. No, it was, I was at that game. It was incredible. And then, to your point, Amon, we all sat, and, 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 and good for Lambo Field and Packers. They put this on the highlight, on the Jumbotron at Lambo Field. Take a listen. Get back, guys. Here it is. The season's on the line. Two receivers left and right. McCown takes the snap. He steps up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! No! <laughs> and so when that happened on the no! field. No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs. <laughs> and Lambo. I've never heard Lambo. I was right. at the NFC Championship game, Amon, in 1996. What, what did you think when that happened? I it was insane. You guys all came like back out on the. It was awesome, right? Man. And so, it was before my 98 yard run, and so I'm like, we still got to play football. <laughs> that's that's the first thing I want. The true professional 
and the true gamer, like I'm like, okay, give me the rock. That has nothing to do with us right now. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah, so we may be in the playoffs, but we still got to win this game. And you trucked in. And we, man. I, uh, my, my, me and my offensive line, we had over 200 with Najee and Fish. We probably over had, we had over 270 yards rushing that game. Damn. I had 219 or 218 of it and two touchdowns. What's going through your head when you're going 98 yards down there? Are you even? Do you even hear the crowd? Uh, no. I'm. I say, what, what was going through my head? What I say, one or thought blur? was, I better outrun everybody. <laughs> don't get caught. Don't look. No, don't look back. That's one mistake. I'll teach anybody listening here on Twitch, on Mixer, on the radio. If you're ever in playing flag football, rec ball, you're in high school. Hey, any of the Badgers, you listen. John Taylor, you're listening. He doesn't do it, though. Don't ever. If you break out on a long run, don't ever look back. Even if you're at Comic-Con and they open the doors don't at 10 a.m. and you run into the Funko Pop booth, don't look back. Can I start high-stepping, though? Don't high-step, either. <laughs> no. Because you slow down. <laughs> there don't he is. look back. Hashtag that. Hashtag don't look back. Hashtag Packers all-time leading rusher. Hashtag Packers Hall of Famer. My man, Amon Green. Follow him on Twitch and Twitter. He'll be back next Friday. And Instagram. And Instagram. And And soon to be taking over the world.